passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, summer is coming, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your balls are smooth. You heard me right. Your friends at Manscaped, they're here to make sure that your beach balls are as smooth as the Floridian sand, my friends. In the summertime, you know, you want to kill some cold beers and some barbecues. Not kill the vibe with your pubes picking out of your swim trunks. That's why Manscaped has their performance package 4.0. That's to keep the party in your pants, my friend, looking crisp and refreshing all summer long. Four million men. Men have trusted Manscaped. Why shouldn't you? It all starts and stops by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping if you use my promo code Bubba. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything that you need to prepare for that summer bod. Inside this package, you're going to find the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold it all, my friends. You want to take your grooming game even further? further take a look at the manscape shears 2.0 in that package it has everything that you need to look pristine nail cutters tweezers grooming scissors go to manscapes.com and go crazy they got everything you potentially possibly could need get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bubba at manscapes.com that's 20 percent off and free shipping with the code bubba at manscapes.com this is the summer to turn your package into the full package my friend and it all starts and stops at manscapes.com Listen, I have had my Manscaped stuff now for about a year. I don't know what I would do without it. As a matter of fact, I've now got all my co-hosts on the Manscaped deal. All the male co-hosts on my show have almost everything Manscaped offers. Why wouldn't you? Reduce the risk of ingrown hairs. You reduce the risk of grooming accidents. Again, all of this craziness starts and stops at Manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba for 20% off. Mic's on. I can't hear anything. Because you have it super low. There it is. Welcome to Off the Rails with Blummel. We are back. This mic is giving me... Getting my glasses. nerve. Is it usually like this? I have no idea what you're doing. I don't know either. It doesn't usually hang this low. I'll just hold it. It's fine. No problem. Uh, welcome to Blummel. It is, uh, what day is it? May, uh, Friday the 13th. Okay. We have a Bubble 199 coming up this evening, so make sure you tune in 8 to 10, possibly later, depending on what, uh, Bubba's cracked out on. It may go till midnight. We don't know. Is, this? is that, 
Okay. Oh, yeah. That's a little better. That's much better. Oh, thank you so much. God bless. God bless. So we're on YouTube right now? Yes, and the Facebooks. All right. Let me just get sorted. I'm so sorry. Bubba Army. I just like to see your faces. It just makes me feel like we're we're really doing it. Okay, perfect. So Bubba 199 tonight, it is, I feel like I'm not really much of a birthday person. That's not really what I do. Um, so I feel a little bad that my birthday has extended almost an entire week, pretty much, because we did the trip to Denver, which was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I feel like I still can't hear you. Is it still? Is that better? Hi. Why is that so low? I don't know. You had it all set low. I know. I don't know what's going on. Sorry. I, I feel like it's... Hold on. Can, can we just hang tight for a second and do behind the scenes work? Sure. This... I feel like it's going to, like, blast my ears off, because look how high it is. Is there? Well, you're, but, you're running like the mics and everything real low too. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like that's not good. All right. That's probably better. I just don't want to blow my ears out. <clears throat> so, are you sure you have your headphones plugged in all the way? Yeah. Oh, oh. shit. There we go. Yeah. There yeah, it is. Plugged in. Okay. Yeah. Now we're now we're a little too. High. I knew something bad like that was gonna happen to me because I was like, that's uh, gonna blow my ears out. That's way too high. All right. Sorry about that. Yeah. So we went to Denver. It was phenomenal. We had a great time, did some new stuff. I think it's important intrinsically to just, even if you have a bad time, which we didn't, mm-hmm. but I think it's important, at least to me, to just go experience new shit. Go to a place. Yeah. Maybe you go to a place that fucking sucks. Maybe you, what's like a shitty city that's... Baltimore, Sturgis, I don't know. Sturgis, South Dakota. Okay, Sturgis, South Dakota, for example. You go there and you go, oh, it's a shitty city. But then, say, five years down the road, you meet someone from Sturgis, South Dakota, and you go, hey, I've fucking been there. And that way you can connect with that person. I don't know. Some people don't value that. Some people stay within, what, like a four-mile radius their whole life. Sometimes. Other people, I think it's just important to get out, to go, hey, I went to this place, even if it sucked, just to have a new experience and experience new things, go new places, see new people, meet new people. Mm-hmm. I think that that is important. I think that's a, a good way to be a well-rounded human being. Just my opinion, which really, who fucking cares? 813 How cool is it when we're talking about fucking Laos and you're like, oh, yeah, I've been there? Yeah. Many times, because, and it wasn't even that, Lao is cool. It has a sad history with, you know, the Vietnam War and stuff. They we, we bombed the shit out of that place. And there's there was this town, I don't remember what the fuck it was called, but I remember being there and there was so much leftover artillery shells that it was almost like the decor of many of, like, mm-hmm. the restaurants was they would... You know, some people like would use like rocks and stuff. Yeah. You'd see like pieces of metal and shit. That's cool. And you know, we went to certain sites and saw. I think they were like covert operations. Like Lao was not supposed to be part of the deal. And then we just started bombing the shit out of Lao. And then uh, when I was in Vietnam, I I never felt feel like feeling bad for being an American until I was in Vietnam. And then I lied and said I was Canadian because it was just awkward. So, um, but yeah, well, so it, you shouldn't have been calling them all Viet Cong, number one. Yeah, that was probably not the move, yeah, especially in like the that. South. Yeah. But uh, I remember asking a few people there that had decent enough English 
what the sentiment was towards Americans, you know, because obviously they're not blaming me. I'm just some, you know, obviously I was too young to even experience the Vietnam War. I have nothing to do with it. But I asked people how they felt about it. And and usually it, it was kind of interesting because I feel like the farther south that we went, um, people had recollections of like their parents or even themselves being very pro-American because the Americans were helping out the South mm-hmm. until, you know, we we backed out and, we then, and left. And then the Viet Cong took over and it's no longer called Saigon, even though everyone calls it that. It's called Ho Chi Minh City. Thanks, Ho Chi Minh. But, um, yeah, I think it's just important to get out and explore and do new things. So I'm glad that we have a lot of these three- and four-day weekends, even if we go to a place within the state. Like, I yeah. think that that's cool. Absolutely. I have, I've not experienced any of the eastern seaboard of Florida minus Miami and, oh, I guess St. Augustine. That's on yeah. the... And Orlando. But, I mean, I haven't seen any of the, like, Cocoa Beach, Jupiter, Fort Lauderdale. Daytona. Daytona, Deltona, which I think is a lot more south. Mm, it's inland. Inland. So I don't really know too much of the lay of the land of of my own state, so I think it'd be cool to experience, or even the Panhandle, which I've, you know, talked shit about. But now we have an affiliate there, and I think it'd be nice to go check out Destin. I've heard nice things, or Panama City. Because you've never said any nice things about it. I know, but now I've, I've changed my tune. I'm evolving as a person, and I would like to check out more of the state. You know, things like that. So I think that it's it's important to do. <clears throat> the keys. The keys, yes. Uh, the, uh, here's the thing. Like, I don't want to spend, you know, I've, I've mentioned this to you before, but I don't want to spend 10 hours driving to a place if we're only there for like three days. You know, if you're going on a legit road trip for like two weeks and you have to drive 10 out, fine. But if you're just going for like a weekend, you don't want to, for me, I don't want to spend a whole fucking day getting there and getting back. Like, that's not, I want to just be at the place, experience the place. You know, but I'm not much of a long sitting driver. I don't, I don't like long, long drives. It gets, it gets old. Four or five hours is like, is nice. That's like the sweet spot. Cause okay. you, you can get there within a half a day. You leave early and you can have literally a whole full day there once you get there. So <clears throat> that's just my opinion. Um, I did talk to, um, one of my, one of my good friends yesterday <clears throat> And it's weird. I don't know if other people have friends like this. I'm sure that they do. Where it's like you consider them maybe even your best friend or like your longest friend. You have a lot of history together. But then there are bouts of time where you don't speak to this person for sometimes a year. Yeah. Maybe six months. <clears throat> but there's sometimes some periods in your life where you're talking two, three times a week. Mm-hmm. And I have this kind of relationship with with my one of my good friends, one of my best friends, my my oldest friend for sure, in California, where we speak. There were times where I remember talking to her, especially when I was working at Horn Blasters, and I'd have that hour drive there, an hour drive back. We would talk two, three times a week. I remember. And then there's some times where we don't talk for six months, or when I was traveling, we didn't speak for a year. So, mm-hmm. and then it just seems like you just pick up where you left off, obviously. And so I spoke with this friend yesterday and I, I which is so bizarre i'm like i have a boyfriend now she doesn't listen to the show right. and she will never listen to the show and that actually was a little bit of a point of contention when i saw her last mm-hmm. because uh, i you know she was creating her content and that i was consuming and 
it seemed like she wanted me to like and share and subscribe and do all that stuff, but I felt like it really wasn't being reciprocated at all. And I'm, I'm like, it wasn't right. And I, uh, <laughs> I wanted to be like, you know, I'm on like a real radio show, like, and this is when I was on the bone as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm on a real show with real people and real personalities, and you know. Yeah, I'm not see James Dupree was on today. Right. I, I don't I'm not trying to say like I, I'm a celebrity or anything, but you know, I'm I'm hanging with people who've made it and who have yeah. accomplished things. I'm not trying to make it like we're legit and she just has no interest in in listening. I'm sure she's tried to blame it on the time change, but you can't blame it on the time change for 6 years. I mean, yeah, there never might be a catch day or two where you can listen. Never catch it once. <laughs> Not once. I think it was maybe easier when I was on social media where I would post. It's always stuff. nice when your best friend asks you after being here for years and years. So, um, what kind of music do you play? It wasn't that. It's yeah, it was pretty much that bad. She asked me what the show was called. I'm like, oh god. But Jeez. it is what it is. It's fine. She is the one that is helping me out with the Dinesh D'Souza thing. Mm-hmm. So you can't throw too much shade. Um, I I've met her aunt before, and her aunt is an executive producer for Dinesh D'Souza, who's the creator of 2,000 Mules. And he's done a lot of documentaries, Obama's America, Hillary's America, which I saw, uh, Death of a Nation, which I saw in theaters by myself. The I think the only movie I've ever seen in theaters by myself was a Dinesh D'Souza documentary because no one wanted to go. So I go, okay, well, date night with me, no mm-hmm. problem. So she's been to his premiere before, which is really funny because my friend is quite liberal. And Dinesh yeah. D'Souza is not. <laughs> so, but she uh, will take advantage of any opportunity to go to a premiere in L.A. So she lives in San Diego. So she she went to a premiere, I want to say, maybe last year. It was, it's got to be since COVID. And, uh, yeah, it, I think it may have even been for this, this documentary. I don't know. But anyways, she got all dressed up. I saw the pictures of it, and uh, I'm like, all right, well, you got a direct link to Dinesh. That would be cool if you could call in for the show. That'd be good for me. Thank you so much. So I followed up on that. <clears throat> I found out that she now is dating somebody. For how long? Well, she told me about this person when I saw her last in December, and it seemed like... She was falling into old patterns. Do you like when you see that with friends or, or family members where they they have a relationship with someone, it doesn't work out for X, Y, or Z, or maybe a combination, and then a few years later, they get involved with the same person. Not the same person, but the same archetype okay. of person. Mm-hmm. The issues that persisted in the past are now bubbling up with this new person because they're dating the same archetype of person. And you go, um, excuse me, did you not learn anything from the heartache? Right. From the issues that persisted in the past? You have changed, but not that much. We're all evolving at a slow pace, but at the end of the day, we still, our core values are pretty much intact and things that we've, value are probably still very much intact it may differ a little bit i think my friend is a lot less image based she used to be more of a dan diaco type you know of the uh she's a she, skinny white chicks no more just like you know concerned about image concerned about okay 
um, putting wealth on display. And you say she's not now? She's less so. Okay. But she still likes the finer things in life. And that's okay. But then you can't get with someone who says, quote, I want to live in a van. That's probably not your guy. There's nothing yeah. wrong with living in a van, by the way. But Depends on the van. Sure. But if you're the type of person that you know you like to go to places like Paris or, you know, splurge in Vegas and nice dinners and yeah. shit like that. It's real hard to drive to Paris in a van. It's super hard to drive to Paris in a van. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's dating someone who's mentioned several times that he wants to live out of a van. Mm. And my friend likes the finer things. She goes to movie premieres in L.A. She goes to, you know, she's been taking on trips to Australia and all over Europe to Prague. She would vacation in Germany and go to uh, salsa congresses all over the United States. She would go to Brazil on a whim. Like, she's done all these things. She's, she's pretty well-traveled. But she is now dating someone who's, who wants to live a minimalistic lifestyle. Now, you would ask, well, why is she even with this person in the first place? Because he's Elon Musk. Wrong. Oh. I think she appreciates... She's kind of like crunchy granola on the outside, but like a like a, a Pomeranian on the inside. Does that make sense? Yeah. She likes the organic stuff that you would see maybe think of in Colorado with like, oh, it's organic, it's gluten-free, it's mm. it, whatever, no GMOs, all that shit. Ugh. But she doesn't really rough it in that way. She's not really going to go camping for long periods of time because she likes to drink Fiji water, which is $18 a, a bottle. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this, because to be kind of crunchy granola or, or organic, it's an expensive lifestyle. She only shops at Whole Foods. You know what I mean? I mean, it's very expensive, as is just groceries. You know, she doesn't want to live in a shitty part of town. She wants a nice home with vaulted ceilings. Do you understand what I'm saying? By and, the way, Whole Foods is shit. Excuse me? Continue. That's a heat getter. Because I fucking love Whole Foods. They moved, by the way. Did you know that? They used to be on the other side of 275. Now oh, they're the on... one here? Yeah, oh. they moved. I don't know if you if you know they moved. I actually don't mind the new one because they actually <clears throat> they have some pizza that looks good. Yeah, it's awesome. It's way overpriced, don't get me wrong, but it's a fun yeah. place to... To exist. Yeah. I, I would love to live $15 in a Whole $15 for six bottles of water is a little overpriced. It's a little much. The, I like the hot food salad bar section. It's nice. Again, it's like $40 a pound, but it's good. You got to treat yourself sometimes. But anyways. Publix. So I do love Publix. But so I talked to this friend and I, at, at a certain point when you see someone making the same mistakes in general, not just with mm-hmm. men, but also with decisions and just anything, career or otherwise, you you stop sugarcoating things and you start just asking questions, which is usually me reprimanding you in a way where you're forced to confront your own thoughts. And she's telling me about this guy. I'm like, uh, how are you? 
he's not saving money? What? That's problematic her, for you. And this is her telling you, so it's going to be sugar-coated probably anyway a little bit. Yeah, correct. But she's telling me, because she told me that f- his finances, first of all, she showed me pictures of him. He's a pretty good-looking guy. He's pretty athletic in a, in a, a crunchy granola kind of way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the kind of guy that goes rock climbing. You know, he's the kind of guy that goes for runs on the beach and shit like that. Long okay. hair, you know, kind of a a free spirit, as they say. Mm. No problems there. But again, my and my friend is very, very much a free spirit, so they certainly have that in common. But she is... She likes the finer things in life. I, I've known her. We've known each other since we were four years old. So that's a long time. At least maybe 20 years since I'm 24. So um, Wait she, uh, just, don't worry about it. Don't do the math. So she, <clears throat> I've known her for a long time. And, you know, she, her parents drive Audis and BMWs. And I think her first car was a BMW. And, you know, they always had money. Mm-hmm. And she never had any siblings. So there's also that mm-hmm. issue where it's like sharing was not a concept she was no. even remotely uh, familiar with. When I would have to tell her, like with my sister, she's like, I don't understand your sister you share. What is this? Just buy more stuff. I go, yeah, but we're not rich, though. And I came from a like middle, like a classic middle class family, you know, and as I got older, my dad started making more money. So we were doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. But we never had as much money as this friend. And also my dad refuses to spend money in, in such a way where it was, um, I mean, my as friend. he should. Right. And that's why my dad's doing so well right now is because he was smart with his money. Mm-hmm. And my friend's parents still have plenty of money. Don't get me wrong. They're not bankrupt or anything. But I remember my friend going shopping every weekend and every would never wear the same thing twice sort of thing growing up she was always she loved bb i remember growing up and guess which i didn't know was a brand and she kept telling me what where her jeans were from and, I, and she's like guess and i'm like i don't know like dooney and bro like i didn't know levi's on first right and she's like guess and i was like i don't i don't know any other brand she's like no the brand is called guess you fucking moron mm-hmm. and i went oh i didn't know that like bitch i got hairy knees what the fuck do i know <laughs> exactly i didn't know anything I was shopping at Limited 2 with hairy knees and slick and slick uh, shins, very soft shins, but hairy knees. Soft shins around. Yep. Mom told me that you're not supposed to shave your knees. That was false, but that's okay. (laughs) So, yeah, so I was talking to this friend yesterday and um, asking about the financial situation. And it was funny because the tone of it went from future talk with this person about things that they're going to do in the future very quickly shifted to, well, listen, if it's just a fling, it's just a fling. Like, she mm. was starting to realize, because people don't like t- to press other people, but she's a good enough friend, and and I get just frustrated. But I'm like, dude, isn't this exactly what you dealt with with your last boyfriend? Right. Literally to a T. The problem was is he wasn't, quote, ambitious enough. He wasn't really making enough money. Her, the family had an issue with the last boyfriend. Now what do we do? We get with the same person who's making even less money. Same, same, but different. Right. It has a great body, has all the things like that, but at at the end of the day, isn't isn't really, he's barely making ends meet. And and then she starts saying things, which is really interesting to, to see the brain start to justify things well what do i really need mm. like what do i you know because before it was like i want a big house and i want a nice car and now it's like well i don't have to have the nicest house and well i don't have right. to have the nicest car which is true and that's kind of good to shift well, why would you have both when you could all in one 
in a van. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. A car, eh, a house, eh. Right. Just live in the van. But, which is totally fine if that's you shifting, but I don't think it's her shifting. I think it's her justifying. Of course. So I'm like, dude, I know you. You're not going to be cool with that shit. And you know you're not going to be cool with that shit, but you're trying to pretend like it's going to be okay because you like hanging out because that always with this lasts. guy. And she was afraid to introduce the last boyfriend to her mother, whom she lives with. And so I go, well, has your mom met this new guy? No. And she lives with her mom. And her mom and her live about 10 minutes away from where this guy lives. Mm. And they haven't met, and you've been dating for six months. That seems a little odd. Yeah. Why? Because your mom's not going to be happy about it, and it's going to cause problems just like the last dude. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, m- much more of a family-oriented person than I am just by virtue of proxy because all of her family lives within, you know, a 10-mile radius. Sure. And they get together once a week, and that includes grandchildren, the parents, the grandparents. Like, that they always get easily together. invited to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't want to involve the family because the family has a big influence on her life. My family, not so much because it's really just like my dad and then my mom and they just want me to be happy and they don't live near me. So it's not like they're around all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. whispering in my ear about what to do. And also they just have a different outlook. They don't give a fuck. They just want me to be happy. Her mom is like my parents the same way. Right. Her mom is. God bless her. But she's. She's very image-based, and she's like, you know, she's told my friend, you're too good for this guy. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Now, does she want him, her to date someone more like her? Her ethnicity? Well, yeah, without giving it away. Um, I think that would be certainly be Preferred. a plus. Okay. Because there'd be a cultural connection. Sure. But if he was a doctor making money, well, okay, yeah. they wouldn't give a Well, fuck. yeah, that, that yeah. kind of... No, they wouldn't care. It, yeah. It's more based around class than around ethnicity, if that makes sense. If yeah. he was a doctor gotcha. or a lawyer and it was, the class was right and highly educated, making money, then the family would be totally cool with it. She dated a guy who was like half white, half Arab, and he was making fucking oodles of money. The family didn't care okay. that he wasn't of their variety. They didn't care at all. And that guy wasn't very good looking and he was kind of out of shape, but he was making the money and Mm -hmm. he was living the high life and everybody was very happy with him until, you know, my friend was like, he's making me miserable. And they're like, oh, okay, well, I guess you should break up then. I think they were engaged. No, they weren't. But anywho, it's interesting when that happens, when your friends or family members just seem to fall into the same trap and... Listen, I'm all about making mistakes in life or just learn, not even making a mistake. You get with somebody and you go, oh, this didn't work out. But then you got to, f- you, if, if it doesn't work out, you got to at least learn from it mm-hmm. and then try not to repeat ex- and go, why didn't that work out? What were the problems? You know, was it me? Was it them? Probably both. It was probably just an incompatibility thing. Sure. And then you go, okay, well, these things are kind of like a necessity and I need to, uh, what did she say? Um, uh, vo- vocalize my standards. And I'm like, what is vo- that you don't want to live in a van? She's like, yeah, I told him that like she wouldn't mind. This is what she fucking said, which is so insane because I know my friend and I'm like, are you even listening to yourself mm-hmm. talk? She goes, I wouldn't mind like living in a van like, or like going camping like for short or going on like a road trip. But I also need a house. I want a house. 
I'm like, that's not a big ask, by the way, to say so, I want a home. I don't want to live in a van. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just laughing. And I'm like, dude, you are you listening to yourself right now? Like, do you know you? Now, again, she's most people get more um, <clears throat> like materialistic, obviously, as they get older and they get more kind of like set in their ways, less adventurous. But it seems like she's kind of going in the opposite direction. She used to be very much a homebody, and now, you know, it took her a while to kind of kick into second gear and start traveling more and meeting new people and all this sort of stuff. But um, at the end of the day, even though she's maybe now willing to go camping, which she would have never done a decade ago, mm-hmm. there's just no way she would want to live in anything like that long-term or semi-long-term. And then I asked her an interesting question. Which was, um, would you be okay being the breadwinner? Hmm. If the roles were kind of the gender, typical gender roles were somewhat reversed. And I go, well, what if you started making money? Would you just support him in doing all the, you know, he like has a garden. And I honestly don't know what he, I think he works at like a, yeah, I think he works at like a nursery or like a, a botanical garden. I don't mm. really know. It's something to do with fucking plants. And I go, you know who else knows a lot about plants? My boyfriend. But he also has a job, though, too. But we're going to have a garden here. <laughs> and we're going to have a garden here. Right. That's right. So I'm going to learn a lot about plants, which is one of the few interests that you have that I actually like that you have. Not that I don't You're like that you- are starting to learn about airplanes. I'm really trying to resist it. I really, I don't, I'm not really interested in, in machines. All of the machine things that you like, like cars, like planes, like guns. I, I just, am, it just doesn't interest me. And I'm, tr- and I'm trying to be like, oh, okay. And trying to learn. But I like things like nature, biology, plants are cool. I'm down with the fucking plants. That was actually one of the things that I think really made me see you in a different light. We went to um, the circus place. Okay. What was it? Ringling. Ringling. Thank you. Almost a Barnum and Bailey. Same what, company. Right now. Um, well, has been for they, like yeah, they merged. Years. They merged. Yeah. Yes, yes, I get it. But um, we did watch that documentary, so that's why it's in, fresh in my mind. <clears throat> and we were going through the uh, it, what is it just called the the Ringling Estate, the mm-hmm. John Ringling and the yep. Esther. What's her name? Estate. Cool. Um, and we were walking around and there was lots of, uh, one of them had a rose garden and there was just play. It was just a beautiful, beautiful state in Sarasota. Really, really Banyan cool. trees. Yes. And you started just naming off all these things about the plants and the hanging roots and the fucking bromeliads. And, and I just remember being like, does he know all this shit? <laughs> Which is funny because you've rattled off stuff about magazines and guns and cars, and I'm just like, oh, shut up. Who cares? But then when you started talking about plants and how they reproduce and the environment they need to thrive and survive and how much water they need, and I was just like, wow, that's really cool. I want to learn about plants. So that was, and again, you know a lot about a lot of different things, but Mm -hmm. that was one thing that I kind of latched onto where I was like, that's really interesting that he knows that. And kind of, I don't want to say out of character, but like you're more of the machine guy. Yeah. Engineer, planes, guns, cars, shit like that. I like birds. But I didn't know that you knew all that stuff about plants. And I was like, wow, that's he's really showing me a different side of himself. He knows a lot about gardening. I like that. I literally read a book that morning about plants. Probably. No, I know you did it. <laughs> but so anyways, 
<clears throat> back to my friend. It's just interesting. So what you got to do when you, you run into a situation like that, and they're actually a good friend, not like an acquaintance. Obviously, they're a good friend because you know them well. You know their patterns. <laughs> the fuck is going on here? <laughs> That's the new... Bring your friend to work day? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What is this, like a, a community college infomercial, you know? <laughs> Everyone's a different color. It's fine. No big deal. Um... <laughs> You know what it is? It's you, you know when we were at the airport and that guy it was that guy's first day on the job. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the podium. These are the people that ask you the <laughs> shitty fucking questions every day. He, he he came up to he was like, "Hey, do you guys need help?" Like he'd been there for years. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, I have to check a, a firearm." He goes, "Oh, I don't know how to do that." Oh, it's my first day. Sorry, guys. I got to <laughs> ask somebody else. So we were just kind of seeing the uh, the shift of the baton from Jen Saki to the uh, new uh, black qu- uh, queer gender trip. Chick. Openly, 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 uh, openly black. <laughs> She's plus. openly black and yeah. openly queer or LGBTQ, whatever the proper term is. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so we saw them both. Oh, there they are, both on on stage at the same time. And uh, it's just, oh, it just mad. looks like right. It just looks like you know, this is my first day at Dairy Queen, and this is yeah. how you work the machine. This is how you make the little uh, ice cream bulbs and stuff like that. So that that was did not look like I was doing ice cream, but you understand. So, but anywho, I think when you have a go- a good friend like that, it's important to ask them questions that they are probably refusing to ask themselves. I've never met someone who was so in denial like throughout life, you know, just yeah. with so many different things. Like I, I'm gonna. She's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna encourage him to start his own business. Because there's just so many ways that he can make money doing this sort of stuff. I go, you can't nudge someone into creating a business. Hmm. I go, I know, I know. What unless you mean. they're vocalizing that they want to get started and they don't know how. Yeah. But if they're just like, I'm just happy living in a van planting tomatoes. You can't go. I think you should start investing in crypto, or I think you should start your own business selling whatever. Like you, there has to be some sort of in, like internal interest within them to want to get started, because a business is not a small undertaking. It takes time, it resources, mm-hmm. you know, a, a vision. What's your purpose? Like all these sorts of things. I've listened to enough, you know, Gary V and Patrick Bit David to understand that it's not like an a nine to five gig. It's you take it home with you and you worry about payroll and you do, yeah. you know, manufacturing and da, 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 all this sort of stuff. You can't just kind of try to nudge someone who's not interested mm-hmm. in starting a business. And that seemed to be her plan. And she, of course, gives me, it gives me an example of someone else who was a success story. And I go, yeah, but that's the exception, not the rule. Mm-hmm. Like that's a one-off case where a guy in his late 30s early 40s decide to turn it around and decided to get his life together and you know start making some actual money but most cases people don't want to change you know you have to right. and you have to tell that person do you are you planning on changing for him no i'm great the way i am exactly mm-hmm. that's how he feels he feels like he's great the way he is and you know what he is who cares he's happy right so it's just really interesting to see her kind of I don't want to say downgrade her life, but also made it a point to tell me that she, like, he still pays for most things. Go, this guy is almost homeless, but you want him to pay for dinner? Like, that seems shitty. <laughs> <laughs> 
like if we're well, really putting him out. I mean, do you know that he has no money or, or? I mean, that's what she tells me. Okay, okay. So that's all the information that I have. I've never met the guy. He's a newer man in her life. He could have been a big crypto <laughs> investor that got out six months ago and still has some money left. And didn't lose four hundred and fifty k. He's gonna lose his house, but he does. I don't think he has any assets. Hmm. Sounds like the only asset he wants is a van, which he doesn't even possess right now. Because he that's that's his, his goal. His goal is the van. Oh man! So he doesn't even live in the van that he wants. Now he lives with like three roommates. Oh, kind of bumming it that's on the even beach. Worse. Yeah, he can't say like, "Hey, this I, this van that I own is the one I want to no. live in." He does not possess a van. I think oh, he his has dream is to own a van. I think he has a car. I don't know this for a fact. I know he likes to bike everywhere. Which hey, that's awesome. Clearly, we're a big fan of bikes on this show. Is it an e-bike? No. God, no. There's no way he could afford that. Not in a million years. So I asked my friend, would you be cool with being the breadwinner? And I fucking swear to God, she said she wouldn't mind. And I go, that is not you talking. Um, because you've always wanted a guy that was a fucking question. baller. Does your friend currently have a job? She makes passive income. I'll leave it at that. She, I asked her, I said, will you ever consider getting a real job again? And she said, no. Without hesitation, she said, no. Mm. And she said, um, unless I'm desperate. Okay. But you'll never be desperate because your family has money. So what you're saying is she's got an OnlyFans. No, but she does have a TikTok. Oh, same thing. She does have a TikTok. Um, so it was just interesting. And it all also like kind of made me laugh a little bit that she has like a really tight schedule. She's like, I could only talk between 1 and 4, or one thirty and 3.30, my time, da, da, da. I'm like, what do you do? You don't have a job. <laughs> like, you right. know, so I just I just thought that was interesting. But, uh, you know, she has, she told me uh, randomly like four months ago she was trying out for a musical. But hmm. then um, they wanted her to be part of, I think it was the uh, the chorus, that's what it's called. Like the ensemble. Right, right. right. <clears throat> it wasn't a leading role. Right. And then she went into So she has a hobby, it sounds like. Well, then she told me, you know, after she tried out and they wanted her to be a part of the ensemble, I don't think she was down with that because she was more of a star. Mm -hmm. So she turned them down. Well, So she never did the musical. And she's considering, I think she's taking acting classes now or something. Okay. Listen, live your best fucking life, man. Live your best fucking life. But also, you got to be a little bit realistic with some stuff. So she's going, she's talking about some new business ventures, and I always kind of just go, yeah, 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 because she's been talking about new business ventures for 15 years now. Jay Cremines and Scout are a little bit earlier sent some stars. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Twinkle, twinkle. So it's just interesting. That's all I have to say about that. I wish she would be a little bit more, I don't know. Realistic? Yes, like of this earthly world. I, I appreciate that she is a bit of a uh, a wild, a uh, uh, Carefree spirit. Do you think maybe um, getting older and seeing different things that she maybe has actually changed? I think she's recalibrated her life because she used to say, at least, that she wanted all these big, grandiose things and have all these plans about how she wants to impact people. And, you know, very idealistic, very millennial circa you know mm-hmm. 2012 i have all these big plans i want to get this crazy job i want to get educated and get my master's my phd i want to start a business i want to do all that stuff 
And then she kind of went through the rigmarole of trying all these things. And by trying things, I mean tries them for two weeks and is like, this isn't for me. Do, do you think <clears throat> a lot of those things she wanted to do was because she wanted to do them or because she thought that's what her parents wanted to see her do? I think or both. initially she like went to school for, you know, like hard science. I don't mm-hmm. want to give away too many details, sure. but for, you know, I'll just say like like biochem <laughs> gets her master's and then immediately gets into like that field um, and realizes that it's making her wildly unhappy. So there was a period of probably like five to seven years where she's working and she's hating her life, which is not the way to live. Um and but that's how she needed to support herself, obviously. <clears throat> and then she in 2018, when I went home to visit for my birthday four years ago, she quit her job and she said she's given herself six months to figure sh- shit out. And it's been four years. Hmm. And I, I mentioned that I'm like, I cannot believe because I'm crazy with dates. And I, I went to visit in the end of May of 2018, and she had, it was, quit her job that day. Like, it was her last day, and then I saw her. Okay. So I remember her telling me that she's going to, you know, six months. And at that point, she was talking about, you know, doing yoga in Iceland and just being a model, doing dance, like, doing all this sort of different stuff. And then it just kind of, with each passing thing that she would try, I was like, okay, well, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. Now it seems like she just wants to make enough money to live, if that makes sense. And I don't mean that, like, to get by. I mean, she wants to make—she doesn't need to have a passion career. Right. Now it seems like she needs to just try to make as much passive income as she can, or she can just do whatever the fuck she wants to do every day. Well, that, I mean, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. It would. It, I don't it fault would. her for that. I would, no, I, would, I don't fault her for that if, at, if at I all. If I could have a passive income where <laughs> I didn't have to have a daily job, that'd be awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. But I also just don't think that it's it's realistic. Correct. I, I get that as well. Because she seems to think that, like, she's like, well, I'll just start this business and people will pay me a lot of money to do X, Y, and Z. It's like, that's not exactly how it works. You have to do a lot of pro bono work for free to build up a portfolio that you can show people. You know, I've I listened to some Steve Harvey clips and stuff like that. And he was last night I was talking about this guy who used to cut his hair back in like Cleveland or some shit and was like cost him, you know, he charged ten dollars. And then, you know, because he befri- he was cutting Chris Farley's hair for so many years, um, he brought him on tour with him at the Kings of Comedy and he was charging fifteen hundred dollars a haircut. Mm-hmm. And then Steve Harvey, like, you know, he you know, shaved his head and so then he went back to wherever he was from and opened like four salons and two hair you know cutting schools and he's making like 10 million dollars a year you know sort of a thing but you have to build you have to you have to start charging five ten bucks for a haircut you don't start charging fifteen hundred dollars right right so it's kind of this again millennial and what's after millennials gen z something like that it's this kind of like inability to see things long term like i'm gonna have to uh, delayed gratification Mm -hmm. right I'm going to have to bust my ass for a long time before I really see some returns on my on my investments. And that's getting worse and worse. Yes. Because we live in an instant gratification type of world. Mm-hmm. Um what is what is it uh, m- my Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor calls it like the Amazon Prime culture. You know, for where sure. you get things that day sometimes. And then if you don't even get if you don't get them that day, sometimes you throw a fit and you're like, this is outrageous. Oh, I do. Exactly. I know you do. But again, if they say they're going to deliver it a certain time yeah. and they don't, 
you know, and they can't deliver on their promise and that's a problem. But you're expecting to get things that day, the next day, very quickly. So I was talking to my Brazilian jiu-jitsu instructor, Jeff, who who's on the show a few weeks ago. And we were talking about just why so many white belts quit. Like it's like 90% start, sure. they quit. And it's because of that kind of culture. And he's saying it's getting worse, which is interesting because I feel like business has never been better for them. But I think it's like business can be great because you constantly have new people starting, yeah. even if they're quitting. Right. You know, even if they do paying. it for three months and then yeah. it's another three months and mm-hmm. then you get there's constantly a new batch of people, you know, wanting to try this. But a lot of people quit, obviously, because it's a commitment. The newness wears <laughs> off and, you, you know, you're people that, they, you know, they think they're going to be a black belt in six weeks. Right. And it's also not like other sports where, you know, you, I'm trying to think of like a, an equivalent to it. But it when you lose, it's like it's it's humiliating. Like it's not like, oh, we ran a foot race and you beat me by two seconds mm-hmm. or a minute or whatever. It's like, oh, you lost when I choked you the fuck out with your own arm. You know, so and it's public because people are watching you grapple and, you know, losing is not just like, oh, you beat me in time or you beat me in reps. It's like, no, you you decimated me and you put me into a pretzel and I had a tap because I thought I was going to you know throw up or my head was going to pop off. So it's kind of humiliating in that way. But it's a good thing because it teaches you a lot about putting your ego in check, which is what I like about it. Sure. So, and I'm giving myself a lot of props for just showing up. Like oh, yesterday, yeah. I, the thought of, actually, the first time I went was last week. Um, and I, I was with, with you, actually, before I went to class. And I'm like, oh, I'm feeling uneasy about this. Oh, shit. I start reaching out to all the other white belts. I'm like, is anybody going to this class? It's intermediate, advanced. I don't want to get, if I'm going to get my ass whooped, I'd like to do it, you know, in the comfort of people I at least know. Um, but this time, I decided to just go to the class, not be a little bitch. And I was pretty much the only white belt. And I was certainly the most green person there. And I definitely, I wouldn't even say I got my ass whooped because no one really fully unleashed on me because right. they were like, okay, the white belt. You know, I, I rolled with a, with a man who was probably in his mid-60s and he was a brown belt. And he was a mass hole. It's like, you gotta wake you to watch them. You gotta fucking. Like, he's mm. super departed, if that makes sense. But every person you I rolled with punch him. <laughs> was super fucking cool and taught me something new. And it really is like a, an interesting culture of, of people, the, the Brazilian jiu jitsu bunch. It's like the, I was telling you this on the phone yesterday, it's like the opposite of a fraternity where you wanna like haze people really bad yeah. when they start, like all the, the pledges or whatever. And, you want to haze them and and really make them feel like shit so they whatever so then they mm-hmm. feel like a, a they bond and stuff i feel like i'm sure there's aspects of you know bjj that are like that but for the most part when you're rolling or grappling with people who are, are you know so well beyond anything you could even do you're pretty much helpless with them they give you props for showing up they give you props for trying they That's remember cool. when they were white belts and like how confused they were and it's just a lot of it is just about you know things just not clicking yet and things are starting to like click but like really slowly like you're like oh like oh you gotta move your head here and move your arm here that sort of thing so it's it's it takes a lot of time but I've always been pretty good about you know not expecting results immediately Mm -hmm. and even when I do I go okay well just readjust 
everybody was a beginner at one point and just keep showing up and you'll get better. And I really, I truly want to get good at this. Like, mostly just because I think it's cool. Like, I think it's awesome to be... First of all, it's kind of trendy. Like, a lot of people are doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu now. Joe Rogan has made it really, really hot. But a lot of intellectuals, I feel like, do Brazilian jiu-jitsu, too. Um, You know, I I mean, I can really only think, like, I don't know, uh, Jocko, even though he's not really an intellectual, but Lex Friedman does it. Like, a lot of people that you wouldn't expect do it. I think, obviously, before he died, Anthony Bourdain started getting into it. Again, not that he's an Lex intellectual. Lex only does it because Joe Rogan does it. I want to be. Think he's been. He's a black belt, I think. Yeah, so he's been whatever. doing it for a minute before he knew Joe Rogan. But um, it's an interesting. It's interesting dynamic. It's an interesting sport, and I like the culture. The culture is like really fucking. Ch- everyone's really helpful, mm-hmm. and they breed that. And I have a feeling it's not. It's you know, especially at the Tampa studio, a great Gracie Tampa South. But I feel like it's more of a. A cultural thing within the sport is that we get high, we have tattoos, we grapple, and we like to learn. A lot of those people are like are like listening to a lot of educational podcasts, reading books. Like they want to open their mind. They're doing yoga. They're doing meditation. Like they're oddly granola. They're they're right. what, what's the word? I'm, they're they're into like mindfulness and they want to grow. Because I think when you have something like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, where it takes like at least a decade to even kind of get a grasp on mastering it mm-hmm. there they want it that whole process is a growing process so they usually apply that sort of thinking and methodology to other aspects of their life whether it be career or you know they want to learn new things or you know matt arroyo always gives talks i don't see him at the beginning of his classes that he teaches but at the more advanced classes that he teaches which are the you know when that class ends my class begins but he always is like, what are you guys reading? What do you like? He likes to inspire. He's very Tony Robbins in that way. What are you reading? Are you are you listening to podcasts? I'm reading this book and I think you guys would like it. It's about whatever and this and that. So it seems like he's more of a, you know, obviously he's a master and a sensei when it comes to his sport, but also in, in terms of like growing sure. and developing and evolving as a human being as well, which is nice. It's nice. But um, right now, I think we should take a... Holy shit, I've been talking for an hour to myself. I'm so sorry. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back shortly uh, for a little bit more of the show before we get out of here. Hello. How about now? Music? There it is. Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts 
switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with an eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash, with all the parts that you need at the prices that you want. It's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Welcome back to Off the Rails with Blummel. We had to make out off camera. Yeah, we had to make out off camera. Uh, he gave me a, a great squeeze close. Fuck well, me. yeah, I actually did do that. Yeah, you did do that. It was nice. Perfect. I'm very much into the uh, the cracking. I like watching that a lot. It me helps too. me relax. Do you like watching it? I always have. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the chiropractic stuff. Never been to a chiropractor. Me either. I'm scared to go. I, I'm i not trying to throw shade at anybody who goes or is a chiropractor, but I was taught as a as a child that uh, they were quacks. I still think they are. It's like a, I don't want to call it a pseudoscience, but it kind of, it seems that way. It seems like everybody kind of has their own, uh, you know, the, you know, with like medicine, obviously there's variation, but there's certain things you learn in in, in med school that are just the way that things are. This mm-hmm. is how the body operates. It seems like everybody kind of has their own philosophy when it comes to chiropractics. But again, I don't know much about it. But people love going, mm-hmm. and it gives them a lot of relief. And uh, by all means, go if you need to go. <clears throat> but I'm I'm just always scared that they're going to rip my head off, or they're going to try to get some like that's a little too deep, and then I'm going to get uh, injured and stuff. Oh yeah, it'll happen mm-hmm. for sure. I still um, want to go, but yeah, I'm, I'm... I w- I would like to go just because I, I like the it, it feels good, but also the sound is like things are moving and shaking, mm-hmm. and I, you just feel like I just feel like I have so much more mobility. Um, if you're just joining us, thank you, number one. But don't forget, been? right? There's a bubble one ninety nine tonight. What time? And it starts at eight p.m. Eastern I'll set time. My alarm. Thank you. Let's get into that. <laughs> what the fuck happened? You said you've been working here for, what, five years? About five years, yeah. And this has never happened to you before? Nope. Those that don't know, Blitz was late today. Six There's, minutes. There was a couple times <laughs> where I cut it, like, really close, but never never has the show started before I got here. Now, I called you. Look, let me just walk through this. So I, I roll up at 553, because mm-hmm. much like Bubba, I know... I'm always looking at the time. It's 5.53 a.m. I roll up because Bubba doesn't like anybody in the studio until about 5.56. That's about the sweet spot. 5.56, 5.57 is when you when you come into the studio. Yep. So I roll up at 5.53 and Lummy had just arrived because he was at his car and I always park on the right side of you. Correct. Your car is nowhere to be found. Now, you're a fan of Hertz and renting cars so i start feverishly looking around the parking lot and you knew i was working on other cars i own yesterday and i'm looking at other cars i'm like well there's the crown vic there's the cream machine there's a a dually there's a trailer i'm trying to do the car math Mm -hmm. and i'm saying uh unless this motherfucker ubered here (laughs) he ain't here i've never used uber right which you would never do ever no i didn't say that but Unless there was a, you know, a, a problem you couldn't fix in five minutes and you had to be here or something. Yeah. So I say to Lummy, where is Blitz? And he goes, I thought he was Who's with Blitz? you. Right. He goes, I thought he was with you. I was like, no, it's not with me. And then I rush in. I peep my head in through this door right here. There's a little bit of a window. And I see just Bubba's head. I don't see the backwards gray cap. Right. Which I usually see. And I, I pop in and I go, is Blitz here? And Bubba goes, no. And I go, fuck. Did he like, no, he didn't bother to text me or anything? He just said, oh, no, Blitz is not here. I'm not going to 
call anyone out about anything. <laughs> but you would think that maybe around 545, at the very latest. Yeah, like, hey, bud, you coming in here? Maybe a call. If you're if Blitz is here every day at five forty at the latest, yeah. and he's not here, and it's five fifty-five, I, mean, I, I come into the studio at right. 5:40. You usually get here at five thirty yeah. around then, yeah. five thirty-five. Sometimes earlier, sometimes a few minutes later, but, right? Yeah. But you're always you t- you tell me you're in this room at five forty, yep. and you talk with him for about fifteen minutes, yep. on average. Mm-hmm. I pop my head in, and I go, "Is Blitz here?" And he goes, "No." That was all he said. No. I go, well, that motherfucker is asleep or dead. So I call you at 5.55. This is all oh, happening yeah. within, you know, yeah. a, a minute, two minutes. Call you at 5.55. You answer and you go, hey, what's up? Oh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, wow. Well, because the phone rang and I saw it was you. And I thought, okay, it's nighttime and she's calling me like on her way home, which you <laughs> you had done. I do sometimes. But- I wasn't thinking. And then, like, as I said that, I looked at my phone and it said 555. <laughs> I was like, I got to go. You got to go. Now. So I, I grabbed my laptop <laughs> and I can remote in and set everything up quickly because I was like, there's no way if I left this second, I could make it before the show starts. Right. So. Let's set him up. That's right. So I set everything up. You did it right away, by the way, because I said uh, Blitz is on his way. And then Bubba said, can you get us on Twitch? I said, yes. So I go to the back room. And we were already live. We were already live. Yeah. So I, I go, I did he's it very quickly. doing it remotely. The only thing I couldn't do was pot up the audio. And I was calling you and Lummy frantically, like, back and forth. No one, no one was answering. I know, because we're running around. Because Bubba's telling us, you know, stuff to do. Go out there, do this. Yeah. Turn us on. Do you know how to do this? Asking us questions. So we're like, ah! Yeah. So, so we were already live on Twitch, <laughs> just no audio. Because yeah. I couldn't physically pot the two audios up. Sometimes I leave them up. Sometimes I don't. So... That was so, the only thing I needed you guys to do. And, I, and, like, I knew I'd be there in, a, like, you know, it, like, literally took me, like, six minutes to get here. We were very afraid, or I was very afraid, because um, Lummy said, the way the Blitz drives, he'll oh, be here in, like, no idea. eight minutes. So, imagine... Two, there was two red lights that were red with cars coming the opposite ways, and I still blew past them. You woke up at 5.55. You were in the studio at 6.06. Yeah. That includes waking up, getting us on Twitch, grabbing the first shirt that you saw, which you wore yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, because I, 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 I always have another set of clothes. Yeah. And I did not this time. Because <laughs> I... So, when I saw you rolling with your hair like this and the I same know. shirt as yesterday, I go, poor thing. Well, because poor so thing. I went to my parents' house yesterday to work on one of my cars because it's at, one of them is at their house. And I used the spare set of clothes that I keep. I took a shower there and then put those clothes on. Right. And I, and so. He just yeah. grabbed the first thing he saw. So he went from waking up, getting us on Twitch, grabbing his shit, getting in the car, blowing past two red lights, and is in studio 11 minutes later. Just frazzled as fuck. I felt so bad because for me, that would set a bad tone for the rest of the day. I don't know if you can really, because I'm a very much like, I need to wake up. I have my morning routine. If that is any, now again, this is not a good quality, but if any of that is like shaken up and I'm frazzled, like the rest of the day, like just fuck, let's start over. Mm-hmm. I need to go to sleep and, and restart this this game again. But you seem to be okay right now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like 
I got us on Twitch. Like we were yeah. fine, it, and uh, like we went live the same time we always go live. Right. So like we weren't late there. Right. Um. Now, could they hear us on Twitch for the first six minutes because we weren't potted up? Probably not. That's okay. Listen. If you fuckers would have answered your phone, it would have been fine. No yeah, one but we known. were getting commands from you know the guy that sits in this chair usually, and we we can't be like, hold on, but. You're right. I'm sorry. I put the phone down and I was just kind of scrambling. We are all you scrambling. Me. I'm like texting you and like. I, I know. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I was doing like 130, by the way, trying to fucking text. Yeah, that was that was pretty crazy. That's I was, why I like I was the concerned. first text that volved me. Yeah, I understand. Sort of I understand. Me. And then I was like, oh, I should have my phone on me. But, you know, you're not thinking because you're scrambling. Bubba's like, hey, we got to do this. Hey, he's asking, well, how do we get on? Are the affiliates on? I was like, I, I don't know anything. Yeah. So basically, we're fucked without you. And then Bubba was like, "Listen, before Blummel goes on, we all need to learn what you know sure. does." And did you? No, we all uh, forgot because <laughs> we wanted to have snacks and talk about other sorts of stuff. And and here's the problem too. Hmm. It's not like, oh, click this and then do that. And it's it's like different all the time. And mm-hmm. sometimes you load it up and like this doesn't work, so you have to change the setting. It's troubleshooting. It's, yeah, it's it's not like hey, you just go in and push a button. Right. Now the affiliates are always live as long as the as long as something hasn't happened, which every now and then mm-hmm. does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're good. Uh, Lummy can do bar, so we're gonna figure it out. It's gonna be okay. And like, if I know I'm not gonna be here, I can set it up so like mm-hmm. literally all you do have to do is push a button. Right. But. Yes, we will learn that. We we will. Um, as for this weekend, obviously we have Bubble One Ninety Nine. I I switched up the uh, the playlist. Now I wasn't at the previous Bubble One Ninety Nine because I was at a wedding part one. Yeah, you left us with the shit music. <sighs> you know, you try different things because you know you, you you're trying to find that magic mix where you want to people who are a little bit older than you like it, people who are maybe younger than you like it. You know, do they like the EDM? Do they like the hip hop? So you you the, you pick the one One Ninety Nine that. So, so in case anyone knows too, when during one ninety nine, if if you see Anna on her phone, she's changing the playlist and doing things. I'm adjusting. Uh, yeah, she's in real doing time. things for the show, and it's always because she can go into her Spotify account and move things around and change things and add and all that. So that's what she's doing. So the she left us, wasn't able to do any of that, and left us with shitty music that she wanted <laughs> to experiment with, and then left. Good call on that I, one. I, I did. I well, I I added a lot of like '90s hip hop sort of stuff that I thought. You know, people would like, maybe not. Mm. And I knew that, uh, was it Wags? Wags also has a list, and so he could supplement it with that. And sometimes Bubba himself comes up with a list. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Bubba has a very eclectic taste in music. Sometimes he likes listening to songs about, you know, well, fucking John, Indiana. And, yeah, well, John Cougar Mellencamp, because he's from Indiana. Absolutely. Sure, why not? Absolutely. So I, I didn't know. So I just threw in some stuff in there, and then I thought I would hear back from the people, like, hey, great mix, liked it, loved it, hated it, whatever. People... Not a fan. Apparently, we're not not a, no, not a big fan. He it and, wasn't super bad, but it was it wasn't. It great. wasn't great. Listen, no. that's fine. I understand. No problem. So he Bubba then says, "I want more of the EDM stuff," which I got. You know, kind of some shit for in the beginning, where they're like, "Why do you always listen to fucking computer music?" And I'm like, "Well, that's what I like." Now Bubba likes the EDM, so now we're going back in the EDM. Right. So most of the music tonight that I put together is more EDM type upbeat sort of shit. So hopefully it will be. A success. Hopefully, I always know it's good when Bubba's not counting down the time. When Bubba's going, we got twenty-eight minutes. Yeah, we got, and it's eleven forty-five. <laughs> he's like, "When is it going to be 10? We're like, "It's midnight," and Reagan <laughs> is dead. And he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yep." So, um, hopefully, I like it when it goes like a little bit longer because that usually means that we're yeah, vibing, we're I, making I money. It's good. We're I having agree. fun. 
And, you know, Bubba really does set the tone for the whole night. If he likes the music, if he's in a good mood, like everyone's having a good time. Absolutely. So I always try to make the big man happy, of course. Um, and then this weekend, I just, it seems like it's going to be weather perfection. So I want to be outside as much as I can. Um, next weekend, I'm actually doing something for the first time that I've never done before that I'm a little bit scared, but it, it should be good. Um, me and some of my lady friends are getting Botoxed by Dan. Oh, shit. You know. I know that was next weekend. Yes. It's going to be next Saturday morning. And I already talked to my friend and go, listen, um, you need to film me doing this, please. And she goes, yeah, that's no problem. And I said, twofold. Number one, obviously, for content. And number two, so that I behave. You're going to go out that night? Huh? You're going to go out that night? Yeah. Okay. With you. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hopefully I'm not all bruised and battered, but whatever. I'll figure it out. No problem. Or hat. Yeah, that'll learn you. So, um, I mean, and, and I've been trying to schedule this, no joke, for like two or three months. No, I know. So at this point, I'm like, I don't give a fuck if it's prom night. Like, just shoot me in my face. I just want to get this. J.D. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. It, and I even asked. I asked um, Jennifer, Dan's coordinator, scheduling coordinator, you know, um, because the girl that was originally going to do it, I think, is, is no longer there. She, yeah, she quit. She quit, yeah. So I asked her about it yesterday, and she said that Dan would be able to do it from 9 to 10 in the morning on, on sat- next Saturday morning. Oh, so, so Dan himself's going to do it. Dan himself is going to do it. Oh. I said, is there any, any other girls or who? And she said, well, Dan can do it, but it's going to be in the morning. So I, I ran it by the people that were interested, and they said, we're still down. Let's do it. I said, cool. okay, let's try it. Let's, let's give it a shot. So... Um, my friend is going to film me getting it done and hopefully that will make me behave because sometimes when I'm scared, I act a fool and I'll, you know, I'll start making odd requests. Like when I have to get blood drawn or, or any sort of shots or anything, I'll be like, uh, can I stand up? And they're like, no. And I'm like, can I shimmy this? No, just sit the fuck down. So I feel like with the camera on me, I'll be forced to not be, you know, um, the paper tiger pussy bitch that I am. So when we had a little bit of turbulence, I should have put the camera on you? Uh, yeah. Was I really that bad? I feel like I was just kind of like really clutching on to you hard. Was I making noises? Uh, was I going, oh, 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 <laughs> Jesus, calm down. Were they doing that? Pretty much. I don't think I was. I think I was just like visibly not having a good time. But I just closed my eyes the whole time. But you know what woke me up besides the turbulence? It was one word. Do you know what it was? I don't, actually. I was like this, trying to fall asleep. And then I hear, snacks? Oh, yeah. My ass went from zero to 100. Did you see what I did, though? I'll have one of each. Yeah. She said, would you like this one or this one? I said, I'll take them both, please. She said, this or this. And Blitz said, how about and? <laughs> Let's change some of those words around, bitch. <laughs> what do you mean, or? I don't she know. This said, is not a forced choice. She said, no problem. Here you are, sir. Yes. Here's a napkin as Biscoff well. Biscoff cookie or salted mini pretzels. And then, then she brings this cart around with drinks with like full cans of, of soda. I was and, surprised she did that. And they were just handing them out. That's United, baby. We were not on Frontier. Oh. What snacks did we get on Frontier? Um, Huh? Did we even get water? <laughs> no. I didn't think so. Frontier's kind of shady like that. Or Although just cheaper. I do think Frontier like offered little, they would pour you a little cup of water. Yeah, maybe a cup of water. 
something like that. But and every, everything was like for purchase. Like you had a snack for purchase, for purchase. I, like, and so I remember on the frontier thing, a guy I forget he ordered something like a drink or something, and like literally took a picture of it next to the thing for the like what it cost. Uh-huh. And he was like, "Are you kidding me? Seven dollars for this?" And it was like a soda that they opened and then poured a little bit into a cup and gave him the cup. So it wasn't even an alcoholic beverage. I don't I don't remember well, okay. what it was, but like whatever it was. And he like took his phone out with her there, like as she did it, uh-huh. as she had to hold the the credit card reader uh-huh. out. And he the was the like, guy next taking, to me. Uh, the guy, no, no, the guy like he was in the aisle, like oh, the okay. next aisle over or okay. whatever. Um, and he like took a picture of it with the with the drink and the and he was like, I forget, but but you should know better that anything that you purchase on a flight is going to be super fucking expensive. Of course, expensive. which is when they're like handing out full cans of sodas and stuff, and I was like, wow, for three ninety nine. So yeah, that was, was pretty like, cool. I'll take one of those. Yeah, so that I remember just being like, I'm so tired. I want and then and I hear snacks, and I went, oh shit. And then I and then the fact that there were options, it wasn't even just like peanuts. It was like, do you want this or this? And then I saw a few people do what you did. They were like, I'll have both. Yeah, but. And I, of course, could have done that, but I go, well, if I ask for both, I'm going to eat both, and I'm trying not to do that. Yeah. So I just, I just got, I just got the pretzels, but it was, it was a great flight for the most part. The, the lady next to me was not having it. She was wearing a mask. She was sitting right next to the shitter, and she was getting bumped by all the people oh, that were in she line. She started putting her arm out. Was like, excuse me. Yeah, because some like old man was trying to get by. You know, these aisles aren't very big, and and then right. in order to make room, he had to put his ass in, right her, in her face. face. Yeah. And she just kept going, Ex- excuse me, excuse me. Excuse-. I'll tell you one thing that kept that that bothered the shit out of me that she was doing. It was she kept touching because on the armrest is the remote for the TV. Mm-hmm. Well, she was touching yours all at, like and making your TV change channels and volume up down, didn't make even brighter. Notice. Oh, it was yeah, bug- it was bugging notice. the shit out of me. I did start watching Moana though with no subtitles and no yeah because earphones. she fucking turned it on to you. But I didn't mind it. Like I was watching it and I go, I think I want to watch this movie for real. It's because I've heard so many things about Moana, and you know, is that the fucking we don't talk about Bruno thing? Is that from that? I've no, no, no that's Moana's like Sabato. Okay, Songo. What's the new one? Fucking know. All right, I'm so out of touch with Disney. I'm not a Disney person, and I don't think you are either. I actually am. Have not you? Have you not seen my tattoo? Pardon? My Disney. I have a, a mouse annual, annual pass holder mouse thing. Jesus. Yeah, you know that. I no, got, I got it on Disney. No, I, I honestly think that that that's one of the deal breakers for me is like religion, super lib, super conservative, and then also if you're a Disney pass holder, annual pass holder, that's all. That's a deal breaker for I'm me. I'm a so platinum. No, pass you're not. Holder, don't. No, you're not. Don't. Don't, don't be like that. Have you oh, seen my car? No. Oh, please stop. Stop. We've 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 talked about this extensively on the show. My problem with adults who have an obsession. With uh, Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, they just, they can't get enough. And it's okay if you're a child. That's who it's it's for. It's okay if you're a parent with a child and you do it for the kids. But when you, like, send the kids home so that you can go to Disney World without them, then we have issues. Then we have some serious issues. If you are wearing the ears when you're- Have you not been through It's a Small World before? I have when I was a child. And even then, it was fucking. Did you lame. ride the teacup ride? No, because I get vertigo very bad. You know this about me. I'm getting, I have a, I have a soft stomach. I have a weak stomach. I don't like that sort of stuff. I did Splash Mountain a few times. That's probably as crazy as I get on a roller coaster. But you crawled out on the rocks. 
Yeah, I I don't like drops. Uh, heights kind of scare me, but I do like I like being like a little monkey because every every time mm-hmm. that we were in Denver, if there was an opportunity for me to crawl up a slide or a rock or on a hike, and it was you know uh, seemed reasonably safe, sure. I would do it. I did most of it. Yeah, but I like I like being like a little monkey and like you know cra- crawling up stuff. So that was fun for me. So we're talking about flights a second ago. So mm-hmm. I've. Actually, a couple of days ago, I was looking at different different dates and flights, different places, and I was like, "Oh, let me check out Denver later on in the year." Um, flights are ridiculously expensive right now. Uh, can you give me like a round trip? Uh, so from Tampa to Denver and back, uh, actually almost going like Frontier out United back, yeah, or even United United, which obviously is a little bit more money. Can I guess? Sure. Seven fifty. Uh. If it's the Frontier out United back, it was like six seventy. Okay, and that's for what do you mean if you were to leave today, uh, or no, a month out? No, in like September, October. Whew. Okay. And then United United was like another you know hundred bucks more. Yeah, I got our tickets for about three thirty, I think, something like that, plus luggage, seven fifty for every everything less, even maybe seven hundred, something like that. For so everything. Everything. Yeah, so, these are each. I know. One ticket each way. Right. Not each way, but round trip. I'm sorry, know? round trip, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. no luggage. Ugh. Yeah. No, the worst. Where Where would you like to go next, do you think? Uh, probably like, like Denver, maybe? No, I'm we kidding. We can't go back to Denver. We got to try something different. I do want to go to Denver, but yeah. Of course, um, but. I don't know. How do you feel about like uh, like Yosemite or something like that? Is that... Is that so I'm it's I'm close, getting a feel but... of like places that you like. It seems like you're done with the beach. Like you've seen the beach, you did the beach, you live at the beach. You want you want something different. I love the beach, but yeah, I mean, what's I mean, you got a beach right here. I understand. Mm. Now I'd like to go to different beaches. Don't get me wrong, but it's nice to see different sorts of and uh, yeah, is, climates like, and a lot whatnot. of a lot of driving stuff we can do is beach like you know Daytona like East Coast like you yeah, said. Yeah, coast to coast. So yeah, I mean that's yeah that's beach related. I've wanted to go to a Joshua Tree for a while now. Okay. Which is very close to where I live in San Diego. It's about two hours from San Diego. I know Diego. a nice little Airbnb we can stay at. Oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah. It's a Tim Dillon bit. You guys should check it out. Don't. Don't. No, it's funny. Um, I think that's pretty much it. It's still 46 right now. I think we've given the people about an hour and 15 minutes of content. So you guys can suck on that. And that can be a nice little teaser to uh, tonight. But 199 starting at 8 p.m. It is my uh, birthday special. I thought my birthday was over, but it just keeps on... Um, it's your birthday month. Rolling. Like no, you, it's just please. like you like it. No, I fucking hate that. And I, you know, not, more than I hate that, I hate people who are like that. Because I would, I've known, and it's, and it's never have, men. It's never men. It's oh, always women. I don't know about that. It's it. Well, Jimmy, is Cle- Jimmy like that? Clevis. He has birthday month. Oh yeah, we talked about it on the show. That's how I know about it. Uh, birthday month though. Yeah, isn't that? Yeah, I know he and I share the same birthday. No, no, which no is, I, I think it's like he does the birthday month thing. Okay. Well, women and Jimmy Clevis. He puts his mouse ears on and does the whole birthday month. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, anyways, I'm not like that. I typically, not always, but typically loathe people who are like that, where it's like, my birthday week, my birthday month. It's like, Mm -hmm. usually, maybe you can get like a few days before your birthday if you're leading up to it. But once the birthday has happened and then it strikes midnight of the next day, it's fucking over. It's done. Let it go. So when Bubba was like, oh, we're doing a, you know, Friday the 13th, May 13th birthday, I'm like, that's almost like a week after my, all right, fine. Let's do it. There'll be cake. And There'll be presents to open, uh, some of my, which will be, be mine, some will yeah. not. Hopefully, I'll be opening packages. I do love opening packages. 
they are my favorite. Even if it's not for me, even if it's toilet paper, I do like the element of surprise. It's fun for me. I enjoy it. Leave me alone. And that's pretty much it. It's time for us to go. Get ready for tonight. I'll be, I'll be bringing... Um, Sorry, go ahead. 8 o'clock on Twitch. Yes, on Twitch. I'll be bringing um, some baked goods. Oh, like what? I'm not telling you. It's a surprise. I'm going to bring some baked goods, too. I swear to God, if you get, like, brookies or some shit from Publix, I'm it's over. Some, no, I'm going to make you some You ain't making shit, bro. You need to get your life together and brush your teeth. Hey, I, I'm a baker. No, I'm a baker. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Lakeland Hoosier, $20 cash. Woo! Save the rest of your money for tonight, 8 p.m. on Twitch at The Bubba Army. It is a lot of fun, and you got to do it live because we do we we don't really post these afterwards. We don't we really do archive. So no. Sometimes they'll be on Twitch for a couple couple of days, but usually not. Usually not. So you got to check it out. Will someone pass out from alcohol in a swivel chair? I don't know. You'd have to tune in to find out tonight. It's gonna be fun. We'll see you there. Bye.